All right, so what's up, fellas? You know, we got another episode of my podcast called Thinking Out Loud. And um, I just want you guys to introduce yourselves for the viewers and the listeners out there. All right, well, I'm Wade Simmons. I mean, y'all know me. I've been on here quite a bit, but, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then who else we got here today? I'll go ahead. My name is Jonathan. Wrestling name. John McNasty, M-A-C-K-N-A-S-T-Y. That's my bad boy profile. It's not the MC Irish. I'm letting y'all know that I'm big, I'm bad, I'm nasty, and I'm coming for it. <laughs> all right, all right. Hell yeah. Well, I got to follow that. Uh, I'm Wade Preston Hunt. I am a local uh, ring announcer and voice actor. I work for CSW and Northland Pro. Uh, and I've worked with a few of these guys in Battle Royals and uh, while they're training and stuff just kind of getting to know them and uh, learning as I go. But yeah, been in about three years and I'm happy to be here. Okay, okay. So you mentioned like you do like a little voice actor. Um, how many, like how long have you been doing voice acting? Uh, I've been training and kind of openly auditioning for casting calls I find online, a lot of non-union stuff. Okay. Uh, it's mostly auditions. I've booked a couple gigs, uh, nothing substantial just yet, but uh I'm getting there. I'm going to be quitting another part-time job to pursue it full-time and get more into training, do some one-on-one -on -one coaching and do a bunch nice. of workshops and stuff like that. So it's all a process. I'm about three years in. Uh, I've learned from a lot of really cool uh, established names so far. So just kind of getting my foot in the door and getting my voice out there as much as I can. Yes, man. I love to hear it. Love to see it, man. That's a great thing. Oh, yeah. Now, um, once again, I know you guys are like um, pro wrestlers into the pro wrestling field. Now, um, tell me about, you know, maybe your earliest memory when it comes to pro wrestling. Like, how did you get into that field? What what made you want to get into that field, you know? Like, when did it all Kane, start? Kane and Undertaker. When they had Kane the and feud. Undertaker. <laughs> and then you have your doppelganger where it's like, okay, he, you know, he's kind of a copycat. And I like this, you know, Phenom look. And then the other guys, red and black, and good storyline. And that's where it's like, man, this is pretty cool. This is like a grown man soap opera. And we could talk about it and not be embarrassed about it. <laughs> and, then for, and, and then for me, it's like, I thought it was pretty cool to where I didn't know the amateur wrestling side of things versus right. where I'm at now. And there's a pro wrestling side of things to where all the moves and the storytelling makes sense, especially if you understand the ring theory. You know, you got to have a reason why you're the good guy and the bad guy. I don't want the bad guy to support him and be like, you know, hey, that person in the audience, you know, he, he sucks. That's going to draw the heat. And that's going to, you know, build his character up over time. And I saw that with, you know, the WWF, WWE, try to get in a little bit with WCW, but I didn't like it. But I would say overall, the character build out, uh, Rock and Triple H and Stone Cold, those are memorable names that will live on forever. And that's what, you know, got me in touch with it. Right, right. Nice. That's a good thing, man. That's a that's an interesting backstory. And, you know, and I like how you broke it down in depth, you know. And I definitely yeah. want to speak to the audience of, you know, somebody that has never watched pro wrestling or, you know, they may be familiar with storytelling in general, but they got to understand when it comes to our side, it makes sense as I'm breaking it down in high level detail, you know, putting my bullet points out there on the, you know, the who, what, when, where, and why. 
I don't just right. say, yeah, I like right. it. I ain't got nothing to back it up with. That's true. Right. Oh, man, I definitely got to agree with you on Kane, though. That was my favorite guy, man. Yeah, I mean, Kane, Kane is a different animal, man. I don't know. I mean, and I mean, the Undertaker was a... Uh, yeah. It's kind of one of my favorites too, because I mean, again, with me actually working in the funeral business, I find those characters to be kind of very relatable, like The Undertaking, Paul Bearer, and even Paul Heyman, like one of my favorite managers, and even like MVP now, what he's doing. So, you know, those are kind of guys that like, you know, really kind of motivated me to really pursue it, because like I said, I, I've always loved wrestling, and then, you know, with my amateur wrestling in high school, like, man, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, for me, it's more of a hobby, but, I mean, I still enjoy it. Right. Don't forget Triple H, too. Triple H was definitely him. He was oh, that yeah, guy. Absolutely. Man, oh, yeah, Triple H, one of the best heels of all time, man. Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock Lesnar was my favorite back then. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, I'm glad to see him back. And, like, he really yeah. enjoyed it, too, with the new look, man. That's pretty yeah, he's cool. looking good. Yeah, he's looking good out there. <laughs> Oh yeah. Now um, to the other way. Now, what was it besides voice acting that you said that you do? It was um, you were like in the ring or something like that. Yeah. So I do. I do ring. I actually come from a musical background. So I've been in a band, oh, okay. a, a touring recording, uh, recording band for about about twenty years now. Um, oh, okay. I've been in a couple, and we've gone. I've uh, done some stuff overseas, uh, played some festivals here and there, and uh, yeah, we just released an album back in 2020. Oh, nice! And then since COVID hit, uh, it was it's just been kind of weird for the venues and uh, just live music in general. So playing less shows now, unfortunately, uh, doing new stuff in the studio right now out in Indiana with a guy named Seth Henderson who's a really good producer and engineer out there at uh, ABG Studios. Uh, got some new stuff coming out with him. But from that and not being able to really play shows, I've had to get my live event fix. So I reached out to Boz, Steve Boss of Chicago Style Wrestling, who has a mutual friend uh, named Mandy um, Pawinski. And she uh, suggested I reach out to Boz because I was trying to get into ring announcing because i would see you know justin roberts and uh uh rome uh the guys from wwe doing it just when i would be watching wrestling on tv and i'd be like no i could do that (laughs) i I, I scream into a microphone at live shows that that sounds (laughs) cool i get to watch it i get to see a wrestling show as well so i put two and two together i reached out to boz sent him an email and then he said come by the school and we'll meet and hang out and i'll let you meet some of the wrestlers and I, John might have been there at the time. This was like three, maybe almost four years ago. So yep, he was there. I got I got to dig a little deep. So, but I, I was able to stop by and meet a lot of the guys and girls there that were training uh, in the school, and then booked me for my first uh, re-announcing gig, where I would just kind of come out and say welcome everybody to the show, and then I would introduce you know all the entrances, either okay. boxing style. Or just, you know, once the music hits, you know, talk to everybody beforehand, get all their info and just 
scream it into a microphone. So it kind of went hand in hand with that. And I've been get the been party started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically hype man for the most part. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're you're headlining and you're the hype man. So that's like a two for yeah. one special. You know what I'm saying? But um, speaking of like, let's talk about music real quick. Now I know you uh, mentioned that you're in a band. Now, did you play any like instruments, like drums, uh, guitar, stuff like that? So I started my musical journey about. Whew, I'm 35 now. Um, it's been about it's been about 20 years, man. Uh, I started out playing drums. Actually, I tried out for percussion in the seventh grade band when I was first entering junior high. Oh, nice, Central, nice. Central Junior High in uh, Hearst, Texas, where I'm from. Oh, um, nice. So I've I've come from you know southern metal and punk rock roots. So I was just trying to get you know just trying to hit things for the most part, <laughs> trying to get the anger out, and uh, ended up playing tuba because I was I didn't have enough rhythm at the time, uh, uh, but I learned that later in life thankfully. But it went from kind of the low end, uh, playing drums and bass, guitar, and then piano as well. Uh, oh got wow! Piano piano. Lessons as a kid didn't stick much, but I and then I kind of I was like, you know what, I'd rather just sing, just see <laughs> see what the singing is all about. So I took voice lessons for a little while when I was a kid. I was in the, the choir and uh, just sang in the shower and all that good stuff. But hmm. just have kind of been doing that for the past 20, 25 years of my life, and have honed the craft and kind of been like, you know, introduced a lot of screaming elements and yelling. Uh, you know, with metal <laughs> and punk rock, it kind of comes with the territory. So, ring announcing just kind of fit, and I'm I'm happy to do it, and it's awesome. I love to travel for it and everything, meet new people. Man, that's definitely important. Um, yeah. like I was, I remember watching some interview. I forgot who it was, but they did mention one of the things about being an artist in the music game is just the travel. You know, that's like an experience that you never want to miss. You know. And just in any field, like whether you're an athlete, um, an entertainer, a music artist, whatever it is, it's good to travel. You know, it's good yeah, to meet yeah. new people, network and meet new faces and everything. Because, hey, you never know who you might meet. You know, you might meet somebody who can change your life in 10 minutes. You know, you know absolutely. You know what's kind of funny about you saying that, like, OK, like the other way, he's a he does voiceover work. I'm yeah. a filmmaker. John is a filmmaker. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like the filmmaker community in here. I was yeah, I was a background extra in um three movies that are on Hulu. Nice. That's we crazy. ready for Netflix. We ready for Netflix. You know, we yes, got our sir. main characters. It's got to have yes, that sir. super cool music in the background. Like coming soon. I'll do the voiceover. Coming yeah, but soon. you know, but 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 you know, one one of the things that uh, really interested me about the other way was like when I was you know when we had the CSW events. And I was listening to his voice, like, you know, him announcing everybody. I'm like, man, like, he <laughs> he's gifted for that, you know. And, and, I mean, what would wrestling be without that? You know, like, I know that yeah. some people might overlook that. But, you know, you need guys that, you know, can kind of help enhance the production, you know. So, you know, I feel like everybody's role is important. Now that you say that, it's so funny because I feel like even with the wrestling, like, if you, if you go back and watch uh, – a old WWE episode, and they're like, coming to the stage, and, you know, and they announce their body type, weight, and everything. I think it, it's the it's the energy, you know, it's the energy and the charisma that the crowd needs, and that's what really draws the attention about the wrestler, you know, because 
you got somebody like uh, Triple H coming out. You got somebody like John Cena or whoever else coming out. You got to kind of like bring in this type of energy to make the crowd hyped up even more. And now the fans are like, oh, yeah, my favorite wrestler. And then, you know, that that's really how you get a crowd started. You know what I mean? You just got to – you got um, – you gotta really just bring your 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 best energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Wayne, he's awesome with it, man. I mean, it, yeah. he's, you got you got to hear him, man. He's awesome. Yeah, good spirits, <laughs> man. I mean, the way I want to add on to that too. Um, speaking of my professionalism, uh, going from one job to more of a field of 50, 60 people in my office. You know, the way I make an impact is the way I dress. You know. Face yeah. is casual. I have a nice shirt on, polyester. Yeah. I'll have a tie on there. That's going to be the conversation starter. You yeah. know, people are interested in you. Now it's time for you to speak the right words to see if people going to listen or if they're going to ignore you. That's where your opportunity comes, it comes out your mouth, now you deliver. That's true. Yeah. I agree. And speaking of that, um, like you just said, you know, like uh, attire, like you could um, – come somewhere dressed in a suit and tie. You can come anywhere dressed in like a, a Nike sweatsuit. I feel like your attire really um, determines a lot, especially in your environment. You know, if you're, if you're going to like a, a million dollar meeting, you don't want to come there, you know, dressed in beat up jeans, you know, ripped jeans and something else like that. You know, you want to come there and look professional. You want to look your best self because that's how you get the job at the end of the day. You know, just right. like in a job interview, it's like, let's say you're working, you're applying for like a corporate job, right? And you're at the interview, you're wearing like a, uh, like a Ralph Lauren hoodie, you know what I'm saying? And some ripped <laughs> jeans, but no, you got to like present yourself to this corporate company. You got to, you don't have to wear a tuxedo, but you know, just, just look preppy, you know, look, stand out pretty much. And match, and match stand your out from the rest too. of the crowd. Exactly. You gotta match your colors too, because you don't want to exactly. have something that's going to look like you just picked up something here, and you have black and some yeah. other color that doesn't make sense, you know. Because <laughs> you got like white T-shirt and it looks dirty or something like that. That's the kind of stuff where it's like, you know, wait a minute, I don't want to part for me. Yeah. And that's practice what I've been doing over the last ten years, working in you know cybersecurity professionally. You know, anything can happen. You know, if you take the bus or you drive. Or let's just say you get out and the homeless man kicks your, you know, food and you have yeah. all your chicken grease all over your, you know, shoes and stuff like that. You don't want to go to work like that. Right. For me, I'll always keep an extra pair of clothes just in case if the rain, you know, unfortunately, so clothes or something like that. So when I do go up in the office, they know I'm actually prepared and I'm there for a reason. They want to see why they, they hire me and how they're going to invest in me. They mm -hmm. don't want to invest in some bum-looking guy. Right. I think the thing about that too, um, let's say you got like an upcoming wrestler or even a boxer, you know, he's he's stepping into the ring. I think especially as a newcomer, and I, I'm not a pro wrestler, but I could just speak in terms of like anyone that's trying to get into the pro wrestling field. Like if you're a newcomer, I feel like the one thing you should do as a newcomer is stand out from the rest, you know, like stand Correct. out from the original, you know, the OG uh, pro wrestlers and stand out to even from the new guys that's trying to do it as well, like your competition. You know, it's, it's really all competition. You want to be better than the next man and the last man, you know? We got you, yeah.
That's that. I think personally, that's really how you stand out, and that's how you get guys like John Cena because John Cena he was in the lane of his own <clears throat> with the wrestling, and then you got um, like Brock Lesnar, Triple A. You know, all these guys, Booker T. These guys are in the lane of their own with their wrestling. Well, not even just with the wrestling, just who they are as individuals because it's something about their personality and the way they carry themselves um, in and out the ring, you know, yeah, that makes them unique and different. Yeah, we, can't, we can't forget my boy Chris Jericho, man. I mean, you know, yeah, he, shout, out, the shout out to Chris Jericho. Hit him too. I, damn, I forgot about him. And another thing too, I want to add on to that, and I've learned this both in the wrestling school and in my professional career, wherever you are, no matter what status you are, your professionalism must be the same outside of the ring, outside of the office, yeah. because people know who you are. You're high profile. 100%. You start yep. slipping up, they will, will be talking about you on social media. <laughs> yeah. That reputation That's is true, yeah. Then no one's going to care about you. Yep, you're right. And you want to know what another thing. ain't going to go away. Right, right. And you want to know another thing, too. Like, um, I also want to say this for anybody that, you know, is trying to get into pro wrestling or anything you want to get into in life, doesn't matter what you do. You also got to, you got to be fearless too. You know, you can't just come in afraid of your opponent just because he's probably about 100, 300 pounds uh, greater than you. You know, you just, you got to find some way to defeat this guy, whether it's mentally, physically, whatever you got to do. You know, you just got to have that mentality where it's like, I'm the baddest, I'm the baddest one around here, you know, and I can, I can defeat every single one of these guys. You, that's that's really the the key mentality to success. Like just uh, courageousness, bravery, and just not giving a damn. You know, it's just really say, as simple as that. I would say too on the peer pressure on that because I've actually been there yeah. both sides of the street. You know, especially when I started IT and especially when I started wrestling, is people will battle test you. They will yeah. put you under like some mil strategy to where it's like, are you going to survive? Can you handle this? You know, we about to do some cardio in a room that's about 120 degrees with 25 people, and these are seasoned people that know what they're doing. Walking to the team, walking to the flyer, can you survive? You know, let's go through level one. Can you survive to level three? You know, and when you're sweating back there, you know, you definitely got to know how to breathe. You definitely got to know that, hey, you can't defeat me. You kids can't break me. I'm still going to be here when y'all don't come here on Tuesdays. And you may come on Thursdays or come what you want. I've been here every single day, unless I'm told otherwise. Because I don't want to literally mean what he's saying to. He's always yeah, he's yeah. You know, if I can't do it because of my real job, you know, priorities are number one. You know, but if I come there later on, no matter what crisis that you're in, you know, you're having a bad day, somebody, you know, not made you happy at work, you know, people getting on your nerves. At the end of the day, you still got to focus on the priorities, focus on the goals. Absolutely. And when you get there, it's going to be worth it. When you see that eyes on the prize and you never ever let your eyes fall off of it, you achieve it, you grab it, there it is. Now, what you're going to do, it goes to the next level. So, And I'm currently doing that right now with a couple of CompTIA certifications that it's very hard, you know, and I've been avoiding it for a long time, but I'm going to have those building blocks to where I can feel confident to go in and take the test and pass it first time, you know, but I can't be afraid of it because for me, I got sponsorships. So they're going to pay for it if I get it and pass it. That's going to be even more of a 
goal for me to accomplish because someone's paying for it versus me. I got to drop $245 for it. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, get that speed. And that's very rewarding for me. That's what keeps me motivated, you know, just to give you some real-life examples. Okay. I want to say something, too, kind of like um, what you were just – you know, something similar to what you were just saying. And that's um, just, you got to know how to work under pressure. You know, you got to know when, when things, it doesn't matter what you do in life, when things, a lot of things are going to get thrown your way regardless. And one thing you have to do as a person, especially as a man, you just got to brush it off real quick, just affirm yourself and just be like, you know what, whatever gets thrown my way, I can take it. You know, you could throw a thousand rocks at me and I, I, I'm still invincible. You know, I'm still immortal. I'm still here. And yeah. so that's the that's the type of discipline you need to go to the next level and become who you want to become, you know. And if you don't do it, somebody else will. And everybody can't hold your hand in life. That's just how it is, you know, especially at the ages we're at. You know, you got to you got to figure it out on your own, you know. Everybody just can't hold your hand for you, and everybody can't always tell you it's going to be okay. You know, some people just to kick you down while you're down, you know, 10 feet. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to get yourself up, um, brush your shoulders off, and just, you know, develop that mentality where it's like, you know what? I've been pushed down so many times. I've been pushed down 11 times. I'm going to get up the 15th time, you know? Yeah. Talking real good today. <laughs> talk, that, that's exactly what I did with my wrestling, too, because I couldn't do any of that stuff when I was 267, 250, 240. Yeah. You know, I got down all the way down to 215. You know, that's over 50 pounds. <clears throat> now it's very rewarding that I can do those moves where people are making fun of me that I couldn't do it up and over or yeah. I couldn't do a strike properly. You know, look where I'm at now. You talking anymore? No? Why is it silent in here? That's what I thought. That but means you know, that I'm showing improvement. But you know, everything is a learning experience. Like I don't look Absolutely. down on anybody because everybody process things different. Now, now, hey Wade, I, now I have a question for Wade. Uh, what what made you want to get into voice acting? Man, uh, working from home has always been kind of nice. <laughs> uh, that was one of the main things. But uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, music has been a. It's been a crazy adventure it's taken me places i never thought i'd go and without it i would have never been um but it's it's the music industry is a whole different animal to kind of navigate and the people that work in it are a little not not <laughs> ideal uh just because of the there's just so many secrets and so many underlying agendas yeah. of people and yeah. i just it's a dark place that i don't want to be at anymore i've been there for you it's know, evil. <laughs> 10, 15 years since it's like, yeah, basically. Um, you, hear a lot of stories about, you hear a lot of stories about, you know, um, the Illuminati and everything when it comes to music. It doesn't matter the genre. It could be hip-hop. It could be uh, reggae, metal, R&B. It's always something with Illuminati. Right. You know? And I, I can't know. speak to that specifically, but <laughs> I know, you know, I've heard the stories, of course, but it's just a different kind of, and with live events and live music being the focal the focal point of you know touring was put on halt for a good two years and that was what i was doing for a living so i couldn't go anywhere <laughs> and it was just like 
what am I going to do if this happens again or if this like stays like this? Yeah. So I, I, you know, have always had a love for movies and animation and video games. I'm a huge gamer oh, and yeah. wrestling, pro wrestling since I was a kid. I uh, used to have nitro parties every night. John was saying yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. he, he couldn't get into WCW, but back then I worshipped WCW. WCW about was, it. it was definitely on top yeah. back in the days. Yeah. yeah. But I'd flip back and forth I, and I got banned from it for a while from my dad. Cause I was, I was, I was power bombing my little sister onto the bed. Don't <laughs> oh my God. I never heard, I didn't hurt her, uh, in, intentionally. So I hope not. <laughs> no, no, it was, I always had friends over. We helped pay for the pay-per-views and stuff like that. So kind of being in it as a kid and then coming back to it as an adult, it's completely different. You know, I see that people train for this, obviously, uh, as a kid, I had no idea, but you know, I respect everybody that goes into the ring, man or, you know, male, female, transgender, everybody. And the the way they're able to put on a show and entertain is just like, it's it's next to none. Like, you, there's nothing else in the world like it. And to be a part of it, to announce it, to anything, to be in the vicinity of it is just, it's electric. And I love everything about it. So. Now, did you have any favorite wrestlers coming up as a kid? Oh, yeah. Y'all were talking about Undertaker and Kane earlier. Undertaker is still yeah. a legend, obviously. Uh, Stone Cold coming from Texas. Steve Austin, lost, yes, sir. Lost some me, some SOB there. Uh, John Michaels, another Texas boy. Oh, yep. And the Harlem Heat. Oh, they're my favorite tag team back in the day. Oh, yeah. T, Stevie Ray. Oh, those are some of my faves for sure. I used to love Booker oh, T. He was I'm just... a homer. I love my Texas boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can I can get I can get with that. that. That's what that's why I rock with CM Punk. Even David Otunga, you there know. You I mean Mustafa Ali too. I mean, you know, I, I shout out to all the pro wrestlers from Chicago. Amazing. Yeah, so I have a question for you guys. Um, not to cut you off, but um have you guys any ever like face any like um adversaries or not adversaries, um like any controversy or um any obstacles in the way when it comes to pro wrestling, like since you've been in the field? Like have you know, just any um I wouldn't setbacks? call it I wouldn't call it setbacks or fallbacks, but I would say teachable moments. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to use controversy because that's a dirty word, you know what I'm saying? So I would say, Word. for instance, let's say a teachable moment is a person may be a little bit overweight to where they can't carry themselves. You know, the peer pressure is on when you have, you know, 10, 12 people laughing at you and pointing at you. You know, it is a state of immaturity. You know, that's what I went through. But mm -hmm. for me, it's like, man, is this for me or not? You know, how can I, you know, be this big, bad young person, you know? I had to really think about it back in April. I know this is recorded, you know, so what I'm saying is, you know, basically I said this before, you know, I was ready to give it up. When I went to WrestleMania 38, you know, I've seen a lot of my peers that's in the wrestling. You know, there's a dude called Connected People to Wrestling. He had that sign with the yellow and the red. You know, he's been one of my mentors to where it's like, I remember you from Florida and we keep connecting. And, you know, without him, it's like he's getting my name out there. You know, when I told them that I started doing wrestling, you know, people started knowing who I am. Um, we went out to uh, Metroflex Gym in Arlington, Texas as well. Since it was like 19 minutes away where the hotel was staying at Fort Worth, Texas. So I'm like, yeah, we're going. 
So yeah. got to meet another one of my other mentors, you know, over 20 years in 2002, Brian Dobson, and, you know, gave me some words of advice without charging me. And I super appreciate that to where it's like, how am I going to build my bodybuilding character? You know, and then bringing that attitude back where it's like, I can do it. You know, let me keep trying. You know, if I do, you know, a kick 10,000 times, I appreciate it that I did it a thousand times instead of doing it a thousand times for once. So I know exactly how the move is. I know exactly how I'm supposed to protect my person so, so I don't, you know, kick his head off. And from there, right. it's like, I want to continue growing because now I'm showing my body, I'm showing my hard work, my dedication. Now it's paying off. It's like, cool, I made it. I don't feel that peer pressure anymore. Now what can I do to evolve? It goes to the next level, you know, so I can get the battle royal or get the match or get a tag team match. You know, I have that I can attitude. People will reward it because you earned it. It's not just given yeah. to you just to feed on what you're saying, the hand holding, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say people are there because of hand holding or I like you there. You are there because you're good. And I say that from one of our promoters, one of our coach. Jason Hayes, he's been a real good mentor for us. You know, just, I'll just end it there. I don't want to take too much of the stage presentation, but I definitely want to share, you know, my experiences, you know, on how I'm going to deal with those learning lessons. It's not controversy. It's controversy is going to be like, nah, I don't want to deal with that. This is too much drama. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's awesome. One of the buzzwords that, you know, I got to separate between what works for me and what doesn't. When you know, is it time to end it all, or is it just, you know, is a setback? You go through what you grow through, and you go through what you go through. You know, there's no better statement than that from, yeah. you know, one of my favorite mentors, Les Brown. All right. Now, my last two questions for you guys. Um, one is, um, you know, what is it about wrestling that makes you keep going? You know, like, is it is it the love of the wrestling? Like, do you love to just get in the ring and just, like, after a long day, you could just let it out? Is it the uh, the competition when it comes to pro wrestling? Like, what is it about pro wrestling that, that makes you go, like, okay, you know what? I love this. This is for me. I'm going to keep going with this. For me, it's the storytelling. I mean, I mean, again, I I love yeah. telling stories, man. I mean, and I mean, again, like I'm I'm not always able to get out to practice like I would want to, you know, just because of other things that you know been dealing with. But, right. I mean, that's the one thing that made me not want to walk away from it is that, you know, regardless of my outside situations, you know, when I when I chose to step into the ring, you know, especially as a manager, like uh. And maybe wrestle sometimes, like uh, it's something that I plan on doing as long as I live, you know. So you know, so I, I don't plan on going anywhere. I mean, I, like I said, I might not be there all the time, but anywhere that I get to tell a story, you better believe I'm gonna show up. Yes, sir. All right. Um, what about the other way? Like, uh, why do you love wrestling? The storytelling is a big part of it. I've also grown up a you know a sports fan, so the sports element of it, and kind of now the modern era is kind of making it more like a combat sport, like not on the same level as MMA, 
you know, back in the day, you'd see MMA with the UFC coming out on the same shelves and the blockbuster. I'm really dating myself now. <laughs> hey, uh, no, it's okay, anyway. man. Express yourself. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's cool to see the kind of presentation that they're bringing with the production. The pyro's still around. They got the big Titan Trons. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they got the ring announcers. They got the backstage correspondents. To see it all kind of grow with the modern era of entertainment and what people want to see and what keeps people engaged and tuning in every week. If you're putting on the same show, people don't want to come back and see that. That's they want true. to see something new. They Absolutely. want to see the... They want to see the returns. They want to see the debuts. So keeping it interesting, that's what's gotten me back into it. It's seeing these new companies and these old companies come together and create something new yeah. uh, as an alternative to see, you know, there is something else besides just, you know, the one company that's has been, you know, geared more towards kids. It's been more, you know, family friendly and not as, whoa, you know, like what we see every Sunday in football. You know, there's the big, big plays and the big moments, and that's what you want to see. So they're kind of merging the two ideas, and it's cool. it has been awesome to see the production value come so far. Yeah. Now, what they're doing, all the, the virtual reality and stuff, too, is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The virtual reality is crazy with the metaverse and everything, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, even crazy. wrestling's in the metaverse, like. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, but anyway, um, I just want to say thank you guys for um, being on my platform, you know, and sharing wrestling stories and facts and, you know, sharing your personal experiences as well as uh, Wade with the music and being in the band, you know. It was, it, it was good talks, man. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you guys got any, like, social media handles you want to drop for um, the show, like, for the viewers and the listeners? Oh, sure. Always. On Vimeo. Wave Filmmaker 37 is on Vimeo. Check me out. Not yes, perfect, sir. but I'm trying. <laughs> and that's that's what it's about, man. This ain't a perfect world. If the world was perfect, I mean, you know, it'd be, it would be boring, you know? You know? What about you guys? I'll go ahead. John Agnasty, J-O-H-N-M-A-C-K-N-A-S-T-Y. Big and bad. That's the reason right, right there. See that? There you go. That's the guns the, right there. You want the treadmill? Nah. You see this right here? I'm ready to lock up. Y'all heard the man. <laughs> Y'all got to go get like him. <laughs> All right. Traps. And then my guy Wade over there. Um, you got any like social media handles you want to drop, man? Yeah, I could plug a few things. Uh, check me out on I got Instagram, Twitter at Wade of the World and at Wade Hunt Voice. Uh, you can direct message me there for any uh, if you're interested in any voiceover work. You guys are filmmakers, so if you need any VO stuff coming up, uh, anybody out there as well, uh, check out my other podcast called Character Fight Night. Uh, we pit nice. we Character pit Fight uh, Night. Nice. I'm the announcer over there, and I do a lot of the voiceover work. So it's been a passion project with some friends. So go check it out. Okay. Nice. Now I have a question. On where can the viewers and the listeners find your podcast? Like, is it on Spotify and everything? Yeah, anywhere. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll be checking you out, man, for real. Oh, yeah. 
Thanks, I'll definitely man. be checking out. Of Dude, course. yeah, appreciate having me on. Wait, that shout out to Wade. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, I appreciate all awesome. you guys, man. Shout out to Wade coming back once again for the platform. You know what I'm saying? Much love, man. You know this was a great thing. I enjoyed this conversation with you guys as well. Same, man. Oh, you know, it's it's a good thing for people to come together, especially for good things. So, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, what better way than, you know, pro wrestling and film and media. So, you know, you, you need good people, you know, so. Yeah, it's hey. like a combination of different topics. We could just talk about all positivity. You know, we're all bigging each other up. You know, it's it's just a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. A lot of people you really just know. can't master that, you know. And you yeah. never know where you'll be. Because somebody saw this video, people are like, man, that guy, you know, the way he articulates his words, you know, I want to know more what he's got to say on his mind. Yeah. Like, why is this person, to give an example, you know, uh, the other way, you know, I didn't realize who he was, you know, when I saw him on the, you know, the session here. And I'm like, oh, you know, mm -hmm. I know who that is. And I didn't know he did voiceovers, you know, I might confuse his work, you know. Yeah, but again, yeah. I mean, it felt so amazing that, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get a pop and areas of unfamiliar territories, you know, that made me feel amazing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I just definitely want to just let you know publicly that I appreciate your work, brother. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's dope, man. I like the fact that you're a voiceover artist. I like that. I don't hear that a lot, you know, and it's just like, you could come out with your own cartoon if you wanted to, you know, just voice all the characters by yourself and everything if you wanted, you know, that, that's dope, though. I like that, man. Yeah. I, I wish, you know, success to you, big ups to you, more power. And just keep working, man. Keep grinding, doing your thing. You, you're definitely going to get far in life. Dude, I know thank so. Thank you, man. Dude, I, yeah. Thank you for the platform. You, you've you got a great podcast. Go. you got a great voice for it as well. Appreciate so th it, man. Thank you for having me and opening it up the floor for me. Appreciate you, brother. For real. Yeah, man. All right, you guys. It's been real. I enjoyed this conversation, man. Um, Any, like, you know, last words, you know, motivational speeches or whatever you got let out? Oh, Stay positive. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry, wait, go ahead, man. No, you go ahead, John, Big John. I got to let you go first. Yes, I, I say stay positive and keep encouraging each other because without y'all, there wouldn't be no me. There wouldn't be a Way Simmons. There wouldn't be a Way Preston Hunt. There wouldn't be our podcast. So please forgive me. You know, I don't know your name, but I promise yeah. next time we have it, I'm going to make sure I got your name down. But That's all good, bro. <laughs> without without y'all, it wouldn't be me, you know. And just give it back to everybody, you know, it's just an amazing feeling, you know, and I appreciate it, and I'm humbled to be here. Happy to have you here, man. Happy to have you here. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Um, I think mine, mine is just short and simple. Mine is just, you know, love those who love you, you know, trust those who trust you, and just keep your faith, trust, and total energy in God, you know, you, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in, but you know, I believe in God and I, I just encourage others to just, you know, during these dark times, man, just stay positive, stay healthy, stay resilient and you'll get far in life. Yeah. I mean, and I got to say, I concur with and you always know I have the same set, put God first, Love everybody. Treat people right. You know, don't look down on anybody because you know, you know, we all need one another. And just, yeah, you know, everybody's nice. going through a tough time. You know, yeah, just be nice to people because you know, you never know what people are going through. I mean, that's in wrestling, film, music, whatever. You know, we're all human. We all have our trials and tribulation. But you know, let's love one another. And if you got to pursue it, 
you know, don't wait, don't wait for it to come to you. Just, you know, step out on faith, trust God, and just keep pursuing it. Everybody has setbacks, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like life is like a beautiful story. It always ends up working out, you know. Whether major or minor, the setback always going to be a comeback, you know? Nice. Yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas. Well, appreciate you guys, you know, for being on the platform once again. Um, Much love, you guys. Peace. Yeah, it's all good. Have a blessed evening. Yeah, likewise. Take care, gentlemen. All right.